listening to the Pucks Out Here podcast with Puckington the God. Talking about wood the other night, dude. I was like, yo, man, I was never an HBK guy. I was never a Shawn Michaels guy at all because I never got hosed, dude. And it's like, if you don't get hosed, you can't really relate to that gimmick, so... I was never fucking with that, but, um, yo, anyway, we're motherfucking back, episode two of the Pucks Out Here podcast, thank you for fucking with the first one, the feedback was OD fire for me, now, would the grand scheme of things, a motherfucker come across it and be like, you know, this fucking, who is this psychopath fucking spilling out his heart and is fucking telling his family secrets for 500 views, yes, but... Uh, if we're talking about, you know, how many people fuck with me and da-da-da, I was just, I was happy, man. It was way more than I thought, you know? At least that bitch ain't sitting on 50, you know what I mean? So, still on Apple, Spotify, uh, and YouTube, man. So, yo, by the way, a lot of people have been hitting me like, yo, I can't find the one on Spotify. And it's the old one from uh, 2018, 19, where I fucking did like eight episodes and quit. But it's the pucks out here, one word, so... Uh, and you'll find it, and you'll see the fucking Rap City goddamn flip on the thing, so we're here, but, uh, yeah, man, we're fucking here, man, summer has begun, baby, straight up, it's motherfucking, uh, Memorial Day weekend, Memorial, tell my grandma said Memorial, have a Memorial, but, uh, it's Memorial Day weekend, baby, and, uh, summer is fucking here, summer is popping, and it started, baby. You know what I'm saying? Weather is fire. Fucking baseball season is going on. Shout out to all the fucking white people that still fuck with baseball, man. I used to love baseball when I was a kid, bro. I used to love baseball when I was a kid. And plus, I'm from Ohio, so, you know, 30 minutes from Cincinnati. Like, legends. Legends as a kid. Personalities. Now, it's like the top three fucking leaders in RBI could come in here and swing a goddamn Louisville slugger across my dome. I wouldn't know who it was. I wouldn't know who the fuck it was. But, uh, yeah, so shout out to everybody fucking with baseball. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's a good summer vibe. Go to the goddamn ballpark. Um, shout out to the fucking NBA playoffs, man. Fucking watching that. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of, I'm not a huge, like, uh, NBA guy, but I uh, keep up. Obviously, another one that I was when I was a kid because personalities and fucking everything then. But now it's kind of corny. Everybody wears these shady fits and these mannequin fits going into the locker room. And it's like, what are we doing here? But, um, so it's not really my thing. But, uh, the Phoenix Suns was the first team that I ever got to see. Uh, in person, in the first game I ever got to see, first stadium I ever got to go to, and still to this day, I've never been to another NBA game, so I don't really live by an NBA team, everybody thinks I'm from Ohio and that I fucking love the Cavs, it's like, dude, the Cavs is like five hours away, it doesn't even count, okay, it doesn't even count, I'm in fucking Kentucky, damn it, it's north, I do feel like they're a little bit more classy up there, I gotta be honest, northern Ohio, a little bit more classy than southern Ohio, but fuck it, um, yeah, NBA playoffs. So, so the Phoenix Suns uh, playing the Lakers, you know, big turnaround uh, situation there. Like I said, first team. So I'm rooting for them, man. A lot of first in Phoenix for me. A lot of first in Phoenix for me. I got uh, saw the NBA first NBA game in Phoenix. Saw my first WWE uh, pay per view, like pay per view in Phoenix uh, Elimination Chamber. Um, first place I got my dick sucked. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's legendary off of that, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to motherfucking Phoenix, and shout out to the Toppy and Tempe, you know what I'm saying? Both times. <laughs> but, uh, 
that was a wild one, man. I was fucking, my dude dropped me off that I was with. I was like, yo, just go to a fucking bar or something. Get the fuck out of here, right? So he dips. He drops me off. He, I was like, I'll call you when I'm ready. He dips. And the fucking girl comes down from her apartment, which is a fly spot, right? And let me just tell you, back home where I live and this kind of activity, the spots are not fire, okay? So, um, I, but she comes down, she gets me, we go up to her apartment or whatever. Fire crib, like I said, I open the door, this fucking cat attacks me immediately, dude. Now, that's cool, I fuck with cats. I fuck with fucking pets, dude. All pets. Pucky is for the pets. Pet Pucky. Okay, that's my goddamn daycare for pets coming soon. But um, yeah, so I love pets. So I'm like, fucking attack me, whatever. It's cool. So we're kicking it. And uh, so I get in there. This motherfucker is like this cat. It's on the fucking bar. Right. And it's like eye level to me. And it's like it just walk every time I roll. It's like just right here. Just I'm like, God damn. But um, so and she's like moving furniture around. Like, obviously, this bitch was not fucking prepared to suck a dude in a wheelchair's dick, I guess, I don't know, but, uh, so she's moving furniture around, and I fucking get to the, uh, the middle of the, uh, the apartment, and I look, and I'm not even fucking with you on the top of, like, some mantle type shit, fucking big as fuck, I'm talking upholstered fucking canvas, goddamn 28 by 36 fucking poster of this bitch, right, and she, her, like the actual girl that is right here, it's her house, this picture is of her, and she's fucking butt-ass naked, spread eagle, and I'm like, and fucking finger, like, yo, it was wild, and this is like a real picture, like, this ain't no shit she just like ordered and it showed up, that she didn't have to deal with no human, like, she had to fucking take this motherfucker, they had to make this shit, she had to go pick this up, you know what I'm saying, so, I'm like, god damn, she's like, you like it, like, just like, it was just like, totally nonchalant, like, you have a fucking picture of you fucking going in on your puss, like, all right, anyway, um, but, so, that was wild, I was, knew I was in for a wild night then, and then fucking this goddamn cat, dude, would not leave me alone, and she would, like, stop in between, like, uh, just talking, or, like, whatever we were doing, right, and this fucking cat, and she would go on to, into, like, this little lullaby fucking thing, where it's like, oh, my baby, 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 it's like, yo, what are we doing, I love my pet, too, but can we put this motherfucker in the corner, put this motherfucker in the bathroom so he can chill, you got a cage for this little motherfucker, I don't know, dude, but get him out of here, he's pissing me off, so, uh, whatever we get, I'm about to leave or whatever, and I look, and this fucking cat is literally underneath my chair, I'm talking cradled, cradled, underneath my chair, underneath the fucking tire, like, the front tire, like, to the point where, like, if I would have just hit the, my joystick, like, a little bit, it'd have been a wrap for this motherfucker, right, and it's like, dude, I, I would have cried, like, I love this, I would never have done that, now, did the behavior maybe deserve it, I don't know, but, just kidding, but, so, this fucking cat, I look, and she, and I'm like, god damn it, and she's like, no, don't back up, don't back up, I'm thinking in my head, like, uh, no duh, bitch, I fucking see the motherfucker, um, and, uh, yeah, so, I, but literally, dude, I, I would have fucked that cat up if I would have fucking backed up, but I'm not trying to, I love pets, dude, love fucking pets, not necessarily that one, um, but yeah, that was, that was a wild one, but yeah, I mean, first, first fucking, uh, first things in, in Phoenix, man, so shout out to Phoenix, and, uh, like I said, Toppy and Tempe, which is, uh, also a banger, so, um, but, yeah, so, I mean, summer, baby, full effect, like I said, baseball, NBA, I'm not really into that, I'm, you know, I'm a Bengals guy, that's the closest, I guess, team that I have, 
uh, and I've been a fan of this fucking shit bags for goddamn, you know, 29 years. Um, I don't know why, but, uh, I had season tickets as a kid, like, uh, basically from like, Oh three to probably 2012, 13. Um, and you know, <laughs> some of you may know this and I, I probably said this on one of the pods back in the day, but my fucking, it was a little difficult to get past some things with the Bengals. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and not like how they play. Um, like for example, right. My aunt, she is, she was a, uh, she was a head of, uh, like a charity foundation for this running back named Rudy Johnson. Right. At the time. Um, now she was head of like all of his charity and all of his like, uh, foundation shit. Right. So, and she's a midget, right? Which has nothing to do with the story. But I just felt like I could kind of say it. Because it's like, one handicapped person can say some wreck shit about another handicapped person. And it's okay. If you're not handicapped, you can't though. And I mean, it's like, whatever. I don't, I'll explain it to you later. If you have any problems, DM me. I'll fucking explain to you. But uh, it's kind of like how like fucking goddamn, uh, goddamn, other like ethnicities and shit they'd be like making fun of each other but like obviously you as a white person would never fucking do that or like you as uh, like another uh race would never do that that is exactly the situation with the handicap shit like if i call fucking handicap person and make fun of them it's okay because i'm handicapped so anyway uh but yeah so my aunt was my aunt who is a dwarf midget whatever she uh, was head of like the foundation for Rudy Johnson or whatever. So I was around the Bengals a lot. And this was like, Oh four. Uh, so Oh four, like Oh three, Oh four, right. When they were about to be lit, they still were ass baggery. John Kitna was the fucking quarterback. Shout out to John Kitna. Okay. That mother- one time I stayed in a Bengals hotel, this motherfucker had the baddest wife ever, bro. Oh my God. Got him a bad ebony goddess. I don't even know if he still does, but Back then he for sure did. But so I would be kicking it with the Bengals and shit and they would know me or whatever. And we would go to uh, this place at the end of uh, the games across the river and it was called uh, Beale Street Cafe. So they would see me and they would, you know, I'd be at this time I was rocking the fucking jerseys and I was like literally only 12, but like ahead of my time as always. So I was fucking rocking these goddamn jerseys and if the fucking velour and the, the, all that shit, right? Just still to this day, purest era of my life. I don't care. Um, so they would see that or whatever. And Rudy Johnson, uh, approached my mom and was like, yo, I see like the homie likes jerseys or whatever. Um, I will, I can get you like ha- half off like Mitchell and S jerseys. Like, uh, if you want, like maybe we could link up and uh, go to dinner or something and I'll, you know, hook it up. And why, how much of a fucking bum do you have to be to be starting in the NFL and then selling goddamn, uh, throwback jerseys on the side? Like what is going on? Like, but anyway, so, uh, I'm chilling at the crib one night and my mom, I look over, my mom's like all fucking dressed and shit, whatever. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? She's like, yo, I'm about to go, uh, eat with Rudy Johnson. I'm meeting him for dinner and I'm going to get you that Jersey. And I, I don't know. I can't remember why, but for, I don't know if it was like a, a, a group I had to choose from or something, but they had, he had this fucking, it was a OJ Simpson USC throwback Jersey. Right. So. 
And I don't know why I wanted this thing. I don't know what, what it was about OJ, but I was fucking, I wanted this thing so bad. So that was the jersey that he was going to sell to my mom for half price or whatever. So they go to dinner or whatever, and uh, time goes by. And yeah, it was kind of in my, like, I was really worried about the jersey. I didn't give a fuck. Like, all right, you're going to smash my mom. That's cool. Give me the goddamn jersey. All right, I don't care. You can have her. You can fucking have her, but give me the goddamn jersey, okay? So, uh late night late gets later and later and then the thoughts are really going in your head you know what i'm saying so then i go to bed well i wake up in the morning and the fucking jersey is there right and looking back on this fucking jersey this was the fakest shit of all time right like you know mitchell and ness jerseys fit big as fuck right like the fit is big as fuck you know what i'm saying shout out to matt tom and michael uh corporate got them uh two six four three area if you can get all your mitchell and ness goods okay he also has a little something, something, but I won't say. Anyway, um, so yeah, Mitchell and Ness. So the Mitchell and Ness jerseys were big as fuck, right? This motherfucker, I put this shit on. It's like snug tight, and this is twelve, so I'm not even that fat yet, you know. So I'm like, whatever, I'll fucking rock this shit. I don't think I knew at the time it was fake, but I knew something was up. But yeah, so it's just like. So then I go to school the next day and I'm like rocking it and I'm telling all my friends like, yeah, da, da. and like I kind of had it in the back of my head and I should have stopped and just realized like, don't tell your friends that your mom is out late with Rudy Johnson. And so I tell them the story about the jersey and it was like, oh, dude, Rudy Johnson fucked your mom. And I started thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah. And I don't know if you guys remember the Megadeth story, but I mean, it's 100% likely uh, that that happened. So. You know, she was out late with Rudy, and uh, and then we've asked her, like, at times, like, my friends were so wreck, right, like, that when we were young, she, they would, like, bring it up to her, and she would, like, smile and shit, like, you fucking bitch, can you debunk this, please? I'm fucking, I, I'm in middle school, can you fucking debunk this for me? God damn it. But no, the best part about that is, right, the best part about that is that it was an O.J. Simpson USC jersey, right? And it's like, she's going to meet Rudy Johnson, who's also a running back, and she's a white bitch. Like, Rudy, could you have just played out the, the, the OJ scenario for your boy? You would have saved me a lot of fucking goddamn trauma over the years, bub. Jesus Christ, fuck the jersey. Maybe reenact. Okay, that was the destiny of the jersey. Reenact OJ with my mother. Okay, but uh, yeah, fuck you, Rudy Johnson. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking coming for that ass. Anytime I see you, you know what I'm saying? Because one, you fucked my mom. Two, you sold her a fake jersey, okay? And uh, so we're out here. But look, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being back on this motherfucking podcast, man. Episode two. I'm sure I'm late. I don't know when it's coming out, but I'm sure it's late, okay? I'm sure it is the opposite, or not opposite, but I'm sure it's later than whenever I announce or whatever. So, yeah. Rudy, what up, boy? You see the A&W, I just fucking spilt Bang everywhere. So shout out to Bang. We're still fucking with Bang, but I just got everywhere. It's like, dude, I tell look, who is more realer than coming to you in this crummy shitbag apartment with the popcorn fucking... Yo, if you got the popcorn ceiling in your apartment, I mean, there's there's levels that you got to get up. I mean, it's time to get to work. It really is. Um... And then, yo, I beat this fucking wall over here on some real Kyle shit the other day, right? Like, just straight psychopath anger. I fucking, I think I put it on my story. There's a hole in the wall over here. And 
all my Triple H shit. Like, I fucking got this. I was so mad, and I don't know why, but when I get mad, I just black out, dude. Like, one time, I was so mad, I had this collector's Dalek uh, uh, spray paint can, right? And I just was so mad. I broke it out of the fucking, like, container, and I just started spray painting all over my crib. Literally, I started spray painting all over my fucking house, dude. It was, I'm like, what is going, my fucking grandma comes over, I couldn't get it off, so my grand. I said, like, fuck, so like, uh, I was like, fuck, she looked at it, so she, I'm like, yo, don't say anything, please, just, we'll, we'll get, fix it, and I look over, she's looking at it, and she's like, well, I reckon you's mad, I'm like, yeah, but, uh, but this time, that was the first time, so this time, I don't know why, but I fucking blacked out, and I took a hammer to the goddamn wall like I was triple fucking H, baby. Like I was, I took a hammer to the wall like I was triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Okay? That was what I was on. Real Kyle shit. Real fucking slam the door on your mom shit. Okay? You know what I'm saying? I don't need to explain it. Obviously. Mom didn't do good. Look. But, uh, yo, so anyway, I appreciate you guys. We'll motherfucking be right back. Don't touch that dial. Episode two in this bitch. Thank you. Yeah. What the fuck is up, baby? We goddamn back in this bitch motherfucking episode two of the Pucks Out Here podcast. Thank you for fucking with your boy. Um, look, man, yo, it's so wild. My fuck last week, or since the last time I'd seen you guys, my fucking homie, um, I guess I'll just keep names out of this, even though I shouldn't because I'm not a pussy, but, uh, my dude, so he, he he has a brand, and we both in Dayton, and he has a brand, and he's had this brand for a long time, and uh, he was probably the first person to ever have a brand in this area or whatever, right? So it's cool, whatever, and uh, and he kills it, dude. Knows what the fuck he's doing, like literally pioneer of uh, streetwear around here, dude. Um, and now we work together, and he, and he takes my pictures, uh, my product pictures, and you know, uh, other pictures, and he sews for me, I mean, the dude does a lot for me, and I appreciate him so much, man, this motherfucker is, like, crucial, right, so, uh, side note, so there's this other brand that is in the city, and, uh, they are, like, a biker brand, right, and I fuck with them, like, I have no issue with this brand at all, there, let me just say, there are so many brands I fucking cannot stand that consume my mind, that fucking live rent-free in my head, this one, not at all, dude. This one, I couldn't just care less about. Like, I fuck with what he does. Like, I'm not, it's not even a thing, right? But he does have this quote, right? And it's called, best damn brand in the land, which gives away everything in this story that I'm talking about. Um, but, so he has this brand, right? Called best damn brand in the land. That's his quote, right? And that's cool or whatever. I don't give a fuck. But I think my boy over here... I don't know. I, we both kind of had some type of feeling about the about the uh, the quote, and it's just a joke. Like it's just a funny joke, right? Like for us. So my dude fucking sends me a picture, uh, and it's a mock up of the Calvin pissing, but the Calvin uh, is pissing on the quote that says "best damn brand in the land," and Calvin has my homie's brand on, and 
my brand on. And the motherfucker put my logo way bigger than his logo. So fuck him, okay? He put his logo, or my logo, way bigger and put me out on fucking Front Street. So I just, like, laughed or whatever. Just, like, kept it moving. Well, then the next day, he sends me literally a real mock-up on a fucking shirt. I'm like, god damn, this dude's fucking going hard. So uh, I look at it or whatever, and then he's like, I'm about to uh, just, like, joke around. and like, Because this dude is, like, the nicest guy in the world. He did not give a fuck, right? But he just wanted to joke around, I guess. So he fucking throws, uh, he goes, I'm going to show it to the world. So he fucking throws it on the goddamn IG. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I didn't even think that that's what he meant when he said, I'm going to show it to the world. I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, he said, he fuck, I get it. So he posted, my phone starts fucking blowing up before I even know that it's in, uh, that it's on IG. And the brand that is getting pissed on, he texts me. And he's like, yo, dude, what the fuck? Is this, like, what's going on, bro? Like, is this a joke or what? And I'm pussy as hell, bro, even though I just said I wasn't. So I'm like, I'm the type of dude that, like, throw that goddamn stone and fucking hide. But, uh, so I'm like, nah, dude, it's a joke. It's like, it's all good, right? And I was kind of just trying to defer it to my boy to just, like, can y'all go at it? I really don't. I can't do it. Like, so, uh... I was a little worried, but it was just funny. So here's this picture on IG with uh, Calvin pissing on this quote, and it has my fucking goddamn uh, logo on it. So, but what was so funny about the situation was it's like that's a joke and like a diss, and we, I mean, right? But that is a brand that I don't have any problem with. In fact, like I fuck with him. I remember, you know, it's like sitting on a porch one time and telling him like he needed to do a brand years ago. And now it's like, you know, he's grown it great. So I don't have like a problem with this brand at all. And that's what's so funny because I am a hater and I know so many brands that I want to piss on and so many fucking, you know, like I said, so many brands that just fucking fuel me. They fucking, they, they, they live rent free. They consume my mind, whatever. Right. There's so many that I love to piss on. This one was not. So it's wild. It's just, it's like a funny thing. Like, out of all the brands we chose, like, just one I didn't give a fuck about, but that was funny, and if you fucking are from Dayton, that was jokes, bro, I don't think anybody cares anyway, but, like, that was jokes, so, but, uh, yeah, man, fucking, Jesus Christ, yeah, 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 but, uh, since I seen you last, goddamn J. Cole album, uh, dropped, man, and, uh, I want to talk about this album, I, Look, man, can we just say, and I know I probably said this before, I love a fucking midnight release on streaming. It is the best part of the streaming era, probably, right? Because it's like, dude, when a fucking Thursday, um, and I know an album's coming out that midnight, I'm fucking hype all day. And even if some bad shit happens that day, I'm like, oh, man, we got the fucking album tonight. We're good. You know what I'm saying? So, uh... So yeah, shout out to the fucking Midnight album. You stay up, you get fucking lit, you put the fuck, at least this is my routine, right? So I fucking, I'm like sacred with it if it's a, uh, a, an artist I love. As I get older, I give less albums a chance and new people a chance, which is trash. So, uh, but it's got, so J. Cole, I love. So for example, my routine is like, I shut the fucking lights off. I fucking put the headphones on. I get high as shit and we fucking start it, dude. And we fucking, I don't focus on anything else, and I fucking go. That is not what happened with this J. Cole album. Uh, I fucking fell asleep before the shit even came out. And then, the next Friday, I was having a shitty day, trying to get into it. Could not get into it, dude. Could not get into it. I don't think I was, I loved the first record, and then it was just hard to get into after that. And then the next day, 
which was a Saturday, I was like just chilling at the crib and did the kind of routine, but I was like cleaning and shit, which is rare. Uh, so, <laughs> no, it's not rare. I'm just kidding. But uh, so I'm, I got the headphones in, I'm listening to this shit, and I fucking love it. I just started loving it, and I felt like that is what a lot of people have said, like that the album has really kind of grown, man. It's a grower, not a shower. Um, but I mean, front to back, I don't really know if there's a record that I don't like. Uh, I know there's some things on it that I don't like, but I mean, he fucking snaps so hard that the album, I don't know. And here's the thing, J. Cole, I only focus on J. Cole's music. I don't focus on anything else about J. Cole because he's never been the fly cat. He's never been like anything else other than just a fire ass rapper producer to me. Right. So uh, because I tell people like, yo, my favorite rapper is as petty as this is. Like, they have the whole joint that I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fuck with them, their raps, their music. They're into fucking kicks and they fucking are fresh. And they don't look like goddamn mannequins and they know what they're wearing and like all that shit. Those are like my favorite kind of rappers, right? Cole, not that. Obviously has a Puma deal, so not that. Can I just say... Look, I cannot stand Puma. Look, let's get negative real quick, right? I was positive. Now we got to take it to the dark side. Um, But I fucking cannot stand Puma. It is the shittiest brand, dude. It is the most generic brand. Every collab has no... Ugh, it's just such a money grab, such a like... Uh, uh, I don't want to use this word because it's not... No pun intended, but it is so corporate, main, like... I mean, in the sense, not the store, but I mean, like, in the sense of, like, it's just so, I don't fucking know, man. Puma, you suck. That's all I got to say. Like, the, the models suck. Everything looks the same. And I felt this way way before Kanye said it. Um, but, yeah, so fuck Puma. But, so when J. Cole has the fucking, uh, signs the deal and he drops a shoe, it's like that Dreamer shoe, the first one, it looks like, I, I could show you a hundred Pumas that look like that. Like, what the fuck? Um, and they're ass. Uh, but he, the second one was, I mean, it looked a little different, right? But it's like, dude, but like I said, dude, I've never even looked at Cole for the fresh shit or for the like fly dude. So whatever, fucking your music is good enough that I just kind of look past it. Uh, but back to the positivity. Sorry, Puma. Sorry. I got a homie owns a store and he would probably fucking say that I'm stupid because fucking Puma probably makes him a lot of guap. But look, man. I don't know what you want me to do, but yeah, man, Cole album, uh, love it, man. I mean, love it front to back. Uh, it's a great album. I love the no feature, uh, the no feature list. When you fucking do that, I love rappers that do that, man, because you get that first listen. Obviously, pr didn't hit me as much here, but like, uh, when I would get the first listen on things, and it didn't have a, uh, a didn't have features on the track list, it's like the way you fucking get hype at the like when like. For example, the one joint with Lil Baby when he comes in, I didn't know that Lil Baby was going to be on the record. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. And he came in that motherfucker sliding, man. Shout out to Lil Baby. I don't know anything about this, but my homie is like, yo, uh, I did see a flyer or whatever, but like Lil Baby's coming here to, and he's going to Cincinnati, but he's performing like in this old, this uh, like empty grocery store. I don't fucking know. Somebody give me hip. It's like in the mall and it's an old grocery store and I need to fucking go. I don't know anything about it. But I fucking need to go. But, um, yeah, so Cole album, love it. I don't know anything about the basketball situation. I'm whatever, not really fucking with that. But, 
Uh, shout out to Cole. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. And the 21 Savage record, man, they picked up right where they left off. They picked up right where they left off. I hate that hook. The hook is so shitty. Like, it's like, but yeah, uh, that's like the only part I think I hate about the album is that goddamn hook to that 21 Savage joint. But, um, anyway, man, we're fucking here, man. Fucking conscious music, baby. What do you know about it? What do you know about the consciousness? Other way, I was like, I was, dude, speaking of consciousness, the God of consciousness, I was, uh, posted on my story, like, uh, it was the Kanye joint with, uh, it was a Kanye joint with this rapper, and this rapper, uh, he, in the, in the content of the verse, he says, he's talking to this girl, and he's like, yo, I know this rapper, Kanye's saying, trying to, like, name drop this other rapper, who's this conscious guy, so Kanye can get some pussy, and in the song, right? And this was like 20 years ago almost. So I'm listening to it or whatever. It's a great fucking record. Um, you may know it's like, I'll be able to give a dick all the time and get a high. Right? So I don't want to name anything. So uh, but I listened to that song and I posted on my story. And yo, and I said, yo, imagine uh, name dropping blank this person to get some ass. And uh, because it's funny because the whole joke is like this conscious dude, he doesn't even rap about like anything fly. Like I always said, like nobody got no pussy listening to like common. That's not who I'm talking about, but you know what I mean? Uh, but maybe they did. I don't know. Uh, but so I wrote that and all these fucking rappers fucking were in my DMs on deck talking about, dude, blah, blah, blah gets ass. You don't know, like defending the person that I said, why would you name drop this person to get ass? And they were just going in. It was so weird. And it, even the dude from Flatbush Zombies, the group, uh, Meech dude, the Meech dude, the best, like the star, the fucking star, he fucking DMs me and he goes, man, don't sleep on blank. Uh, don't judge a book by its cover. He gets ass. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You follow me. And you followed me for years, and I do all this fly shit. You're into wrestling. I fucking drop shit and da 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 da. You watch the story, and you've never shared, never replied, never done any of that shit. But the one time you want to reply is about this motherfucker getting some puss. God, I don't want to say his name so bad. So yeah, shout out to Flatbush Zombies. Hey, Meech. And the Meech dude, I kind of, dude, I used to love him, but I sent him a care pack. Uh, and it was tight. I was thought he was gonna rock it or whatever. I don't care. I just wanted to send him it, uh, because I know he's into wrestling. So I sent him it, and I got a return to sender address. And uh, then I sent it back, and he never said anything. And I kind of hate him for life now. Um, but yeah, it's fucking weird, man. But yeah, man. Oh, pickups, pickup. Yo, this is not a sneaker podcast, but pickups. Since I seen you last. You know you got you know I gotta talk about this joint right here. This is the fucking goddamn Iverson four. Um the uh I mean it's the white and red colorway is the best colorway. Uh this weekend the white and black colorway comes out. Um I could have flexed it early, but uh shout out to the person that didn't make that happen. Uh but anyway, so this joint super fire uh was hyped to just have it. I mean it's a childhood classic. I remember being on the goddamn short bus and showing a fucking driver uh, in like third grade this uh, the shoe on the bottom or the his face on the bottom. She's like, "Yeah, this bitch was like blown out of her mind." But uh, yeah, banger shoe, my favorite basketball shoe of all time. Just means a lot to me. Came out at a perfect time when I was a child. Uh, it was we we got the lows, we got all this shit. 
uh, I mean, so it's lit. Uh, I had to be honest with you, and this is not a sneaker goddamn review podcast, but I kind of am glad at times that I don't really walk because this shit, and let me know if you guys feel this way too, this fucking shit is like, it's already creasy. Like, it would crease off just the fucking that. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, fuck it. So, shout out to Reebok for bringing these goddamn bitches back. Please do, you know, I know you're going to, you guys are actually doing some good colorways. You're doing the fucking step over this weekend. And then you're doing uh, a reverse white and black, which is cool. So, uh, maybe take a fucking break from making questions. Okay? It's like, that's all you guys want to fucking make. Like, Jesus Christ, give it a fucking break for once. Like, I don't want any Candyland questions, but. Look, banger, love it, but until goddamn Bach acknowledges me, don't fucking care about it. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back to finish this motherfucker. We got some shit to talk about. Don't touch that down. It's the Pucks Out Here podcast. Here we go. Here we go. With Puckington the God. Yeah, it's like, dude, like, bring drugs back into wrestling. Can we bring drugs back into wrestling? Okay, like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were fucking snorting somas in the locker room before goddamn Royal Rumble. Okay, you fucking out here, you know, going to locker room. These motherfuckers are playing Twitch, Call of Duty, and shit. It's like enough. Bring the drugs back into wrestling. Pill popping. Okay, fucking uh, wrestling. Goddamn wrestling needs fucking drugs back, just like goddamn baseball needs steroids back. You know what I'm saying? Both lit eras, man. Oh, man, but you guys fucking ready to goddamn get your fly on in this bitch? Fucking goddamn uh, opening back up. Vax card. I'm going to laminate that hoe. But just in case I have to fucking use it. But uh, fucking goddamn ready to fly, man. I'm ready to fly. It's been a hot minute, dude. It has been a hot minute since I have flown. Flying handicap is like, I, I swear to God, handicap people, like in motherfucking wheelchairs, they must just not fly at all. They must just road trip it out or chill at their fucking crib because these motherfuckers know nothing about, they, they act like, they're like, yo, what are we going to do with this cat when I go uh, to the airport? It's like these big ass airlines, like Del- Delta, and all these, they don't know what the fuck to do. I get there, right? And I, they don't, they, I, I try to get in early, right? Because I'm like paranoid that I don't want to hold up the fucking plane and motherfuckers be like, this wheelchair guy's holding up the plane and it's, uh, I'm in my head immediately, right? It, look, as soon as I step or fucking get in an airport, anxiety up. So I'm fucking, you know, it's like, and then, so I try to get in early. Sometimes they don't let me fucking do that. So then I'm whole, I actually am holding up the fucking plane. So then they put me in this goddamn aisle chair, right? They put you in the, everybody, not just me, everybody in a wheelchair goes to this. They put fucking you in this aisle chair. That's literally the size of the aisle. I'm 300 fucking pounds. This shit probably looked like a thong up my ass. Literally. Like, I'm not even fucking kidding you. And then it's like, they don't even, you would think that they have like some people that are trained to like get you in here and lift you. Absolutely not. They just fucking try to get some big motherfucker that is down on the ground, fucking waving the shit around like a dumb dick at four o'clock in the morning. Right. He doesn't fucking speak English. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. So I'm trying to tell him what's going on. So they fucking get you in the plane. Right. 
uh, and they lock you in this fuck because they're not trying to get yo. They will they won't help, but they definitely not trying to get that lawsuit. So they fucking strap you in this aisle chair like a like a motherfucker, bro. They could have fumbled. They could have twisted me around. It doesn't even matter, right? And they take me out of the chair, and then they uh put my chair like my wheel regular wheelchair underneath the uh plane and they act like that they don't know what the fuck to do then they're like how many how much pounds do your chair weigh i'm like 300 pounds and they fucking go insane then uh but it's amazing that i've been some of the destinations i gotta be honest so then when they get you in this fucking uh these two randas lift you it's happened everywhere lift you in this fucking plane and then just stuff my fat ass through the aisle because you know i'm barely fitting because it's like i can't turn it so it's like Boom, boom, boom. Dude, it's just like, just straight like, yo, if you're handicapped and you want to fly, give the rights up immediately because it's going to be wild. It's going to be a wild one, man. And security, security is always different though, right? Because literally CVG, the, the Cincinnati one, they, they just, they, they do that. They have this little swipe thing. He swipes me and that's it. And I just go and I'm like, all right, whatever. But then like big cities, bro. Oh my God, man. Like. they fucking pat your ass i got stories on deck for that but they don't give a fuck that you're in a wheelchair bro they actually i think they go harder because you're in one they're like yo we checking this motherfucker extra hard because he could be wild like this dude have my waistband one time straight i'm like yo what are you doing dude he's like it's a regular pat down just staring pat down i'm like yo but uh it's wild man but yeah i'm ready to fly i'm ready to go through that experience uh because it is worth it for the most part so uh, but we'll see how that is, man. Jesus Christ. When I see a fucking, like, fight and shit in the airport on, like, videos and shit, I'm like, dog, I understand it because tension is high in that motherfucker, man. Um, but, yeah, man, so I think that's going to be it for fucking today, man. Episode two, we're here, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this, man. I'm going to start getting guests on this motherfucker. Uh, it's going to kind of, I think the, I think the, pla- uh, the formula or the structure of the podcast is going to be me, you know, talking whatever for the first 30 fucking minutes, if we have a guest or whatever, and then we would have the guest after that. So it'd be like the same podcast and then the guest after. And if you want to skip the guest, fuck it, who cares? But I'm going to get some lit motherfuckers on here, man. I, I look, I'm ready to ruin some friendships by asking people to come on my podcast because that is a ultimate way to ruin a friendship. Let me just tell you, Adam 22, the fucking Adam 22, the bald motherfucker dog. I was 2017. You can go back and look and I, this motherfucker fuck with my brand hard, right? This is when no jumper was trying to kind of be like a boutique store situation. So he carried my brand. He was the first, uh, first fucking store and anything to carry my brand. Right. And I don't, I don't even want to be carried in the brand, but it was at that time I was obsessed. Like, I gotta be honest. 2017, I was a little no jumper. Fuck. Okay. Even though I was like 25, <laughs> but, uh, so, so this cat, I mean, we, I meet him, he's cool. He's nice, whatever. And he supports the brand or whatever. And I, one day, this was my old podcast. I sent him the link to it, DM'd him. And I was like, yo, my guy, uh, I know you're probably busy. Here's my podcast. And that's just a no. Like, dude, if you are sending an audio link or a YouTube link to anybody, it is not the move, right? So this motherfucker hits me back and he goes, yeah, man, definitely not going to be able to listen to it, but respect. And that just fucking slung me. That just hit a string, bub, because you guys know I'm emotional. And I need help with that. And I hope that this podcast does it because Derek, by the way, still have it strong. 
does nothing. Anyway, um, so yeah, Adam twenty two. So I hit him right, and he, so he says that, and that makes me mad, and I block him immediately. Fucking block him, and then I didn't think that he would go back. He looks, sees that I blocked him, goes all around the homies, tells my homies like, "Yo." Fuck this dude. He's a fool. What is wrong with him? Nobody's going to focus him in LA. I'm going to get rid of his shit. Da, 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 da. So yeah, that ruined like whatever. And I regret that on the sense of, uh, that it was just an emotional, stupid ass move, right? He's whack as fuck, but he does have some lit ass guests. I will give him that. So I got to sit through this fucking dipshit talking like an idiot, not knowing anything about his guests, but the guests are lit. So, but yeah, man, we're going to have some guests on here. Thank you for listening to the motherfucking podcast episode two. Please bro. YouTube comment and sub on that shit. Fucking share that shit. Fucking iTunes, Apple music or Apple fucking podcast. Subscribe there. Fucking rate that shit. Uh, comment that shit. I hate saying this dude. It's like so cringe. I'm not a self promo dude, but just fuck with your boy. All right. That's enough for episode two. Love you. We out. Episode three, not next week, but the week after. And it's going to be late because I got some shit I got to do in between there, y'all. All right, peace. We'll be back with another episode of the Bucks Out Here podcast with Puckington the God.